Welcome to the Ignition Point Podcast. This is where, from time to time, Jeremiah and I get to share what's on our hearts with all of you. So thanks for logging in, and we hope you enjoy it. What's up, everyone? I'm Jeremiah. And I'm Courtney. And we wanted to welcome you to today's episode of the Ignition Point Podcast. Today we want to talk on the subject of faith. And I know that so many of you have have heard, read, or quoted that famous faith scripture in Hebrews 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. But if you're like me, the question is, where's the certainty in that, right? right? I want to know for sure before I move, right? But it seems like in that verse, in that description of faith, there is no certainty. But that's probably just my lack of faith talking. <laughs> but the more I think about the subject of faith, the more that I realize that faith with the action it provokes is the critical piece needed to unlock God's power today. Faith is acknowledgement that God is and is capable. So one of the things that we really want to hit home this podcast is that this year is your year to take risks. This is your year to take a leap of faith, yes. to really pursue what's in your heart. I'm reminded back in the fall, we had the opportunity to go to one of Heidi and Roland Baker's campuses in Savannah, Georgia, where they were having a, a global school of the arts. Yeah, our friends Jason and Gina Jones were were hosting this school that was a gathering of how many people? I feel like there was like maybe 30 people from 15 different nations, something like that. It was crazy. And it's such a small group, so many different nations represented. And Jason and Regina had invited us to come and to share with these, these guys and girls of all different ages, all different countries, walks of life, innovators, artists of every different medium. And they were there taking a step of faith. And some of their stories were crazy. Like somebody yeah. had sold a car to get there. Yeah. I think one girl like showed up in an airport without a plane ticket, stuff that had no understanding. They were just being obedient to what they felt like that they were supposed to do. It reminds me of one of our very first trips to the island of Montserrat. Courtney's family had spent time uh, long before vacationing on this yeah. island with her grandparents. Long story, we won't get into. But since that time, uh, there had been a volcano and yeah. so much of the island had been wiped out. So many people had been displaced. It was a real tragedy. And so through this crazy set of circumstances, we felt just after we were married that we were supposed to go back there. And yeah. it was our strong feeling. We didn't have money to go. We didn't even know the route to take to get there anymore because the airport had been destroyed. If we were to have gotten there, we didn't know anybody no, there. Not anymore. <laughs> and we didn't have any idea what condition uh, the place where we would stay would be in because yeah. of, the, of the volcano. But we just felt so strong in our heart that we, could not, uh, we couldn't give up on this, on yeah, this idea. So we started to figure it out. We, we found out how to get there. We earned the money, raised the money, whatever we did. We assembled a small team and we went. Yeah. And when we landed, we had no idea what to expect, but we just kept putting one foot in front of the other every step of the way from the planning to when we arrived to when we got to the location and saw that our lodging would be okay. Then we realized we don't have a plan. Right. <laughs> we don't yeah. know anybody. We don't have any ministry opportunities. No one had invited us to come. So we remembered in this book that we had read about this man who had ministered on the island years ago that he just walked the island and prayed for people. Yeah. So we thought, ah, that's it. So again, one step, one foot in front of the other foot. We started early one morning walking. And everybody that we came across, we would tell them, we'd introduce ourselves, we'd say we're Christians, we believe that God answers prayer, and we want to pray with you about whatever you need prayer for. And we would 
we prayed for so many people as we walked yeah. that day. And we did the same thing again the next day. And to make a really long story short, like some of the relationships that were forged that day were like lifelong relationships. Amazing. It was so precious. But fast forwarding a couple of years and a couple more trips to Montserrat, we had a team of 30 people at one point down there ministering in five churches throughout the island on the same Sunday morning. So we went from knowing nobody, having no plan, to ministering, literally covering the island, having the opportunity to shake that place yeah. in the same day. But it was only because of faith, that that just blind movement forward, not having to understand, not having to see it all laid out for us, but just one foot in front of the other, responding to the call of God. And many other people ended up stepping into that with us. Like, yeah. that's what was so cool as like, as we were pursuing that, I mean, actually my mother and father ended up being down there a lot with yeah. teams when we weren't even there, just yeah. hosting all kinds of ministry. And so after we come back from the break, I want to share with you another story about something that's really inspiring us right now. You are so faithful, your mercy never. Just as the morning comes, your grace is new again. Oh, yeah. You are so faithful and so constant is your name. In a world that's ever changing, your Welcome back, everybody. So this is the time where we like to share with you all something that is inspiring to us. And I want to I brag about a friend today. I have a dear friend named Christy Purifoy, P-U-R-I-F-O-Y, and I'm spelling it for you so you can Google her because her first book is being released on February 2nd. So depending on at what point you listen to this podcast, you can either go right now and purchase it at your neighborhood bookstore or offline, or you can go to Amazon and pre-order it. It is called Roots and Sky 
by a journey home in four seasons. And I just can't, this is, I wanted to mention Christy in this podcast about faith, because when I first met Christy so many years ago, she was this brilliant, incredible, gracious, beautiful woman with a PhD in English literature. I mean, she's just so smart that had this way with words that was like art on paper with words. And I just fell in love with her and the way that she wrote and everything about her. But when I met her, she had never published a book. It was just a dream. It was just an idea in her heart. And over the course of the years that we have been friends, I have had the incredible opportunity just to watch her take baby step after baby step after baby step. And she has a blog called There is a River. You can go to christypurifoy.com, I think, and you can read um, you know, her regular blogs that come out on a regular basis. But now here she is with her first published book that I know, even though I haven't had a chance chance to read it yet myself because it's (laughs) pre-ordered. I know that it is going to be as beautiful as everything else that she writes and life-changing. So that is what is inspiring me right now, not only because of her art as in gift and gift as a writer, but because of seeing her walk out in faith, the dream that she had in her heart. Yeah, that's really cool. So after the break, we will come back and give you a brief thought about faith. Hi, my name is Courtney Bowser, and I'm the author of the book Beautiful and also the creator of the eight-week Beautiful series. Basically, in the Beautiful series, we use the book as a launching pad, and we take it so much further. It's an opportunity for women, young and old alike, to come together in community, in a safe environment, and receive healing from the past and freedom from the present, whether you struggle with body image issues and eating disorders like I did, or anything else that is holding you back and keeping you in bondage right now. But it is also a rally cry. It is a call to step into your future, to step into the beautiful life that God has created for you to live. So it is my hope that you will gather with a group of girls or a group of women of any age, and that together you will embark on this journey. I cannot wait to hear the stories of what God is going to do. I know He is going to do amazing things. For more information or to order the series, you can go to theignitionpoint.org. All right, so now we talk about faith. I don't know if any of you have had this experience before, but there was a few years ago where a lot of people from, you know, different people from different places were giving me encouragements, words from God that were kind of all saying the same thing. And they were, some of them were even identical. It was pretty amazing. Like God was trying to get something across to me, but it wasn't measuring up with my reality. (laughs) What God was saying, I was not seeing come to pass at all in my life. And so I was in my office one day and I just prayed this prayer to God. I said, God, what do I have to do to see your promises fulfilled in my life? What do I have to do to see your promises come to pass? And so I got real quiet because I was going to give, you know, God a chance to speak, speak. audibly. <laughs> and after, after I was quiet for a few seconds, I realized that wasn't going to happen. So I picked up my Bible and I started in like my daily Bible reading, which if you listened to our last episode, you heard us talk about our friend Vaughn, who challenged me indirectly to read through the entire Bible from the start to the finish. So I, was a, I would like to say I was a couple of days into the process, but I was a couple of weeks into the process, and I was in Romans. 
So after I prayed that simple prayer to God and I didn't hear an audible response, I opened my Bible to Romans 1. I read Romans 1, Romans 2, Romans 3. But when I got to Romans 4, God answered me. Mm. And it was there all along. So in Romans 4, verse 16, Paul writes, Therefore, the promise comes by faith. And when I read that, I, I was kind of startled. But yeah, because it was the same exact thing that I had prayed. God, what do I have to do to see your promises fulfilled in my life? Therefore, the promise comes by faith. So in that moment, I realized maybe I don't understand faith. <laughs> maybe I need to dig a little deeper into that. And I remembered when I was in the third grade, the teacher issued the class a challenge. It was whatever student memorized Hebrews 11 first would, would win this watch. And it was a, a Tropicana orange juice watch. And it had a white band and the face was like an orange wedge. Super cool. I wanted that watch so bad. The only problem was, and I, was there was this girl who was my chief competition. She was brilliant. She was beautiful. Brilliant. Beautiful. Uh, just, yeah, really special <laughs> girl in my third grade class with me. It was Courtney. I know. I haven't told you guys that story yet, but you're getting pieces of it. And so she really wanted that watch as well. Am I right? Yes, I really wanted that watch. So she went home and started studying. I went home and started studying. But because I'm of superior mind and intellect. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I won that watch. I was victorious. Courtney was mad, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But I memorized as a third grader the entire chapter of Hebrews 11. That's the faith chapter. That's yeah. where it talks about all the guys who operated with great faith throughout the Bible. And so if I needed to learn about faith, I needed to turn there. So if you have your Bibles, <laughs> open with me, open with me to Hebrews 11, but keep your finger in <laughs> Romans four. So it says, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And so as I think about that with my natural mind, it makes no sense, right? Okay. How are you supposed to be sure of something that you just hope for? How are you supposed to be certain of something that you don't see? Right. In our way of thinking, certainty kind of depends upon what you see. You can be certain of what you see, but this is saying that faith is being certain of what we don't see. Yeah. It goes on in verse 3 to say that by faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what is visible. Oh. And again, that's just, that is not rational. That, right. does, that is operating on a level that is so far beyond what we know to be true. I always, in Brazil, give this example, like if you're going to make a chojasco, which is a Brazilian barbecue, it tastes Yum. amazing. <laughs> you have to have some ingredients. You have to have steak. You have to have salt. And you have to have fire. fire. It takes ingredients that are all mixed together to produce something at the end. A mm. cake. You need flour. You need egg. You need sugar. Cakes just don't appear. They have to be made. That's the way that we think. But here in Hebrews 11, it's saying that the whole universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made from what is visible. Wow. So again, it's for the proof that, that faith is not going to be understood like we understand so many other things. So as we go back to Romans 4, we, we see Paul kind of retelling the highlights of the story of Abraham and Sarah and the promise that God made to them. So you guys remember the promise that God made to Abraham, right? God said to Abraham that he would be the father of many nations, that his descendants would outnumber the sand on the seashores and outnumber the stars in the sky. They would be immeasurable. But the only problem was, in reality, 
Abraham and Sarah were kind of beyond the childbearing age. They're a little older. Yeah, science was not on their side. But that didn't mean that the promise of God was invalid or that God had misspoken or that God wasn't capable. And I love what it says in verse 17. Actually, back up to the last part of 16. It says, he is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. Abraham is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed the God who gives life to the dead and calls things that are not as though they are. So that is what Abraham believed of God. Abraham believed that God was the God who could give life to the dead, which mm. again, in our natural minds is impossible. Yeah. And that God is the God who calls things that are not as though they are. You know, if we look at that in our natural world, that's called insanity. <laughs> but in the scripture, that's the key component to faith. That's right. So this is how Abraham did it. It says in verse 18, against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him. In verse 19, it says, without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God. I love that part because a lot of times we look at the circumstances and the circumstances convince us, try to convince us that God is not faithful that God made a mistake, that God kind of overspoke a little bit, overpromised, right. underdelivered. Right. But here what this is saying is that the circumstances actually strengthened Abraham's faith. So there was already something deep inside of his spirit that knew that God was able. And when it became impossible in the natural, Abraham knew that that's where God could start. Like God is not relegated to our possibilities, right. to the box of our understanding. If he was, we would all be God. There's got to be something about God that transcends our natural mind, something about God beyond our understanding. And our impossibilities are where God's possibilities begin. So he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. Yeah. Believing in the face of impossibility, unfavorable circumstance, and opposition is an acknowledgement that God is who He says He is and that He has the power to accomplish what He says He will. It is faith. And that's our message for you today. Against all hope, Abraham hoped. So make this your year that regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what your natural mind tells you, you are going to hope. You're going to see God as bigger. You're going to take that leap of faith. Now just go for it. Thanks so much for listening. And be sure to keep an eye out for our next podcast. And stay in touch with us at our website, theignitionpoint.org, or on Twitter, or on Facebook, or on Instagram. See you next time.